Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 426. On this episode, we're going to preview all the new and returning TV shows coming to broadcast, cable, and streaming for winter 2021. As always, you can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 426. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. And I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. I just realized there is only one segment, but we'll have a certain <laughs> stop time listed for it. <laughs> well, usually within that, I I put start times for when we're talking about Sunday stuff, when Each we're day, talking about Monday yeah, stuff okay. and and stuff like that. But yeah, it's one segment. We'll go through, uh, as we uh, tend to normally do, we'll go through the uh, the list of stuff by Sunday through Saturday, and after talking about... What's all coming on Sunday? We'll talk about which shows we've seen or which ones we're looking forward to having back or checking out. And then we'll move on to Monday and so on and so forth. So with that, we'll start with uh, Sundays on broadcast. uh, ABC has uh, American Idol returning on the 14th of February. And that'll be followed by The Rookie that just started up on the 3rd of January. Uh, CBS has uh, NCIS LA and NCIS New Orleans. But then after uh, the Super Bowl on the 7th, uh, the Equalizer will start playing uh, to kick the night off. Uh, And then following the next week, it'll be followed by NCIS LA and then NCIS New Orleans. Uh, The CW has Batwoman. Uh, returning on the 17th of January, and then that'll be followed by Charmed as of the 24th of January. Let's see, The uh, Simpsons, uh, The Great North, uh, Bob's Burgers, and Family Guy are all returning on the 14th of February. Uh, NBC hasn't really announced what it's doing yet uh, that I could find, and then uh, PBS has... Uh, New shows, uh, Miss Scarlet and the Duke on the 17th of January. Uh, All Creatures, Great and Small on the 10th of January. And The Long Song on the 31st of January. Uh, Well, NBC, won't they have um, football for a while? They have the championship games, don't they? Or does Fox? Um, Well, they have... uh, I think they'll have... anymore i think the first couple weeks they have like the evening game in january so like they'll have they'll still have like because like uh, next weekend is like triple header and i think the third game each day is on nbc and then uh or at least on the sunday it will be and so they have some of that type of stuff but they don't have anything that i could find listed as what will be taking over as of uh when football and stuff like that is uh, is over. Fox also has uh, Cherries Wild and Bless the Hearts uh, on the 14th of February. Then uh, cable-wise, uh, AMC has uh, The Walking Dead and Talking Dead returning on the 28th of February. Uh, BBC America had new show The Watch start up on the 3rd of January. Uh... Epics has Bridge and Tunnel, new show starting up on the 24th of January, and then 
the second season of Pennyworth uh, resumes on the 7th of March. Hallmark has Wind Calls the Heart on the 21st of February. And then uh, right now, Showtime has Shameless and Your Honor continuing to play. And then Stars has American Gods returning on the 10th of January. And that'll be followed by In the Long Run, which uh, returned last night as we're recording this on the 3rd of January. And then cable-wise, or streaming-wise, there's nothing nothing coming on Sundays as of right now that... uh, I came across. It looks like NBC is going to air a whole bunch of NHL specials on Sunday night. So I guess football gets replaced by hockey. That could be. So was there any, Kyle, was there any uh, Sunday night uh, reality game show stuff coming that you wanted to mention? Well, Cherry's Wild is a game show. I'll check that out. Um, It's hosted by Jason Biggs. I don't remember exactly. Is that why he was at New Year's Eve? Uh, probably I didn't stay up, but yeah. Why is Jason Biggs co-hosting this? This case Fox show was canceled. Yeah, he's he's hosting that. I don't. It, it just shows like a giant like uh, slot machine or something on the okay. promotional photo. So I'm not sure exactly what the what the game show is, but that's coming. Um, and yeah, I think that's the only thing. Uh, they did air a preview of the Great North last night on Fox. Oh, that's hysterical. Uh, it's by the basically by the Bob's Burgers people. It feels a lot like Bob's Burgers. You got the the kid who's in a bear suit the whole time, just like Louise is in her bunny ears the whole time right. uh, on that show. Um, it's basically Nick Offerman is like this. A uh, single father raising four kids who are all like vastly different ages, and his wife left him for another guy, but he likes to pretend that she died, and he ch- he told the kids that she died, and so but they know the truth, and they just playing along to make him feel better. But I yeah, I thought just like they have a blog, it just laughs <laughs> hysterically. But yeah, I thought that was a lot of fun. It also has like Will Forte playing the um, the oldest child who's like an adult himself um i forget who else is in the cast jenny slate's a little girl yeah i loved it um and then uh the watch also premiered last night uh with two episodes that did either of you guys watch that or no i have no i mean i've heard of it and i've actually seen like one or two promos but i'm not sure what it is it's like if you've ever seen any of the other like they've done a bunch of miniseries set in Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Uh, there's a whole slew of books that none of those all mean anything to me. Uh, it's just this. So this is basically like the police force in one of the in the major city in this whole Discworld universe. And okay. so there's I, I don't know. I had a hard time following it the first time. I, I rewatched some of it this morning. And I enjoyed it a bit more. It's this one guy who um, who's like the captain of the force. And there's like this rock guy who's on their team or a troll. There is this um, another troll uh, that's uh, like a female troll on the uh, on the team. And there's a werewolf woman. Uh, so it's a very weird, uh, odd mix of people, and they're just like investigating um, various things that are going on in this town, where like basically all crime has been 
pretty much legalized because there's like an assassin's guild. So if you want someone murdered, you, they can do it legally through the assassin's guild. Or if you want to steal something, the the uh, thief guild can is allowed to steal stuff. So they're trying to fight crime in a town where crime is is legal of sorts. So they don't really have much to do um, or they're trying to change that. Uh, I mean, it looks it looks really interesting, but I, I don't know. I had a hard time following it. The accents are are pretty strong, and at some points, but um, then uh, another new show. It started a few weeks ago. Is Your Honor on Showtime? Mm-hmm. That has um, the guy from Breaking Bad. I can't I think of his name. Him. What's that? Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yes, uh, that show is so good. I can't recommend that. Uh, highly enough like i definitely recommend checking that one out that that's a really good show it's basically this father who is a judge like his son accidentally um has like a hit and run with the the mobster's son and so he's trying to help him cover it up so because he knows like his son's just not going to get arrested he's going to (laughs) get murdered if this mobster figures out what he did um so it's uh that's a really good thriller of a show uh, and then the equalizer. I'm I'm curious to check that one out. Um, right. I never watched. Yeah. Uh, is that based? That was based on a movie, but then there was also a TV show, right? Yeah, there was an old TV show with Edward Woodward, and then the the Denzel Washington movies were based off of that. And so this is going back to a series. I love Queen Latifah as an actor. I mean, so I'll definitely check it out, just because for any you know other reason than there's really not going to be a ton of stuff that's going to last for a while because I, everything's shutting down again. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know why they bothered to air a few episodes of some of these shows and now everything's having problems again. Why not just save them and start everything now? And then you have some buffer in case you got to shut down again. Well, yeah, it was also weird because it wasn't just, I mean, some of them played like three episodes in the fall and then took, the you know, like five or six or more weeks off before they were coming back to air more episodes in January or sometimes February. And you're like, wh- why even play like three episodes in November, you know, like, or just play out what you have and then that's it. But I don't know. It's a weird, it was a weird thing. Uh, anything else, Amory, that you're going to be uh, checking out on Sundays? I mean, I watch Bob's Burgers. That's about it. Yeah, I'm also curious to check out the Batwoman with the the character and cast change to see to see how they to see how they do Police. it. Yeah, I have no interest, and it's and it's just because I had no interest in it before. So maybe to see like how they explain it, I would check something out. But because yeah. really, my dis. Ruby Rose is one of the biggest reasons I kept away because I just don't like her. Yeah, I kind of fell off part way through the first season, but I'm I'm interested. To, I am kind of interested just to see how, because of how they created all the other characters around who was Batwoman. Like, how does any of those? Like, part of it was the connections between everybody. So, if that's gone. I'm just kind of interested to see like how how they do things. Yeah, especially because it's not like a recasting; it's a whole different character. So how do you 
suddenly because you can just say, oh, oh, it's her. But she looks vastly different. But uh, but it's still her. But no, it's like a completely different character. So I'm curious to see how they they do all that. Yeah, for me, I'm going to check out the Equalizer. Uh, but that's pretty much it on uh, on broadcast stuff on. You don't watch the rookie, or I I fell off of that before the end of the first season, and then never got caught back up before the second season, and so never watched any of the second season. I don't. I kind well, of started up and interested in going back because I like some of the people that are on there, but uh, but mostly since I'm so far behind, I don't know. I'm looking at like what's new that's coming or whatever. I'll probably check out the watch. And then uh, I liked Pennyworth, but I didn't start watching the first few episodes that they aired. Uh, so probably once the rest of that's coming back, we'll jump in on the second season of Pennyworth. Yeah, that was another one that also aired like three episodes and then took a break what? until March, which is just weird. Well, not only that, it, it aired four, but it aired two on one night on the last the last time it aired new episodes, it aired it aired episode three and four, and you're like, well, why wouldn't you at least play it out? Like, uh, why didn't they just air Bridge and Tunnel in its entirety, and then yeah. Pennyworth in its entirety? Yeah. If they, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a weird, I don't know. It's a weird split of all kinds of things that they're doing right now. I mean, Shameless is bra- Shameless is airing its final season right now, but what they're doing to fill some of the time is they've created, like, these, like, retrospective episodes that are going to be mixed in, like, about the different characters to try to fill the empty time slots and stretch out the season. Do, like, uh, like showing the the history of, the, of a character? Yeah, so the first one they did... Um, like the redheaded brother and his boyfriend, like they showed their whole relationship. And then this, yesterday they showed um, Kevin and V, like their whole relationship. And so they're, they're, I think they're like sort of pairing up characters and showing like just lots of like a montages of clips and theme things, but mixed in with a little bit of like the characters in character, like talking about, Oh, remember when we did this, like the cheesy kind of things you, uh, <laughs> you get in like a clip show. Right, right, right. <laughs> always love to set up in a clip show. It was so bad. Not a terrible idea for a show that's been on that as long as it has though. Like, yeah, it helps It's because it, it's a final season and it's a nice way to remember back like how much these characters change. For me, it, I just binged five seasons in a row. So, <laughs> so, so you're just like, like I realized I was on season six. I watched season six through ten to catch up for this season 11 that's airing right now. So everything's fresh in my head. Uh, all right. So let's. uh Move on to uh, Mondays on broadcast. Uh, the Bachelor returns uh, tonight as we're recording on the fourth of January, and then that'll be followed the by the Good Doctor on the eleventh of January. Uh, CBS has uh, the Neighborhood, Bob Hart's Abishola, All Rise, and Bull all returning tonight, the fourth of January. The CW has All American. 
uh, returning on the 18th of January, and then that'll be followed by Black Lightning on the 8th of February. Final season. Fox has 911 and 911 Lone Star returning on the 18th of January. Uh, NBC has uh, Ellen's Game of Games, The Wall, and Weakest Link. Uh, the first two starting up tonight on the 4th of January and then followed by Weakest Link on the 11th of January. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cable-wise, uh, Mondays, uh, HBO has uh, new shows, uh, 30 Coins, that starts up tonight, the first of or the 4th of January. And then uh, The Investigation on the 1st of February. Uh, Ovation has uh, Crossing Lines starting up on the 11th of, uh, of January. So if you somehow remember that show that was on like, <laughs> a really long time ago for like one season and then never seen again, they made more. Uh, of it, uh, I ch I checked. It was 2013 yeah. in in uh, or yeah 2013 on NBC, and then so only a seven year break. To yeah, figure so out now uh, season two it will be playing on Ovation, uh, and then I I believe. Wait. Hold on. They made new episodes of it. Yeah, because it was like a it was like a foreign show that they were filming abroad, and so they just kept making it. They continued to make it. It just it. never aired over here. They ended up making like three seasons of it or something. Isn't Bill Fickner in it? Yeah, and Donald uh, Sutherland and. <laughs> okay, I'm like trying to make sure that we're talking about the same show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was surprised. That, like with Donald Sutherland, I was shocked they didn't actually continue to air it over the summer or something yeah. but it must have just done horribly on NBC it's funny uh, and then uh, TNT has Snowpiercer returning on the 25th of January and then streaming wise uh, Acorn There's TV Discovery Plus a million yeah, things Discovery Plus <laughs> has uh, all of their stuff because they just <laughs> started as a thing. God. I uh, any cuz I watched a lot of Food Network this weekend. <sighs> Discovery Plus was I haven't like it's like haunting my dreams. <laughs> you, can, so you can watch all of the food shows whenever you want. Uh, along with all the makeover shows and, and all the, the pimple popping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you name it. All right. Acorn TV has uh, Finding Joy on the 11th of uh, January. Uh, and then uh, Netflix uh, recently had Tiny Pretty Things start up on the 14th of uh, December. So, Amory, how about uh, Mondays? Oh, I want to watch that Tiny Pretty Things. I just haven't gotten it to it yet. Gotten to it yet. That's about the. That's like. In the world of ballet, right? Yeah. Um, and 30 Coins, I want to say, is, so 30 Coins is Miguel Angel Silvestre, who was in uh, Sense8. I love him. Um, it's like some evil wannabe, because it's like about religion and religious fanatics, but also like, I don't know, it's like a bit of a horror show or something. So like, basically, he's a, a new priest and they are exploring demonic things. So that looks interesting. Um, 
I joke, but they say that the bachelor is going to be the most, uh, what's the word they use? Uh, I don't know, but I haven't watched any of it. No, there's a commercial. Oh, dramatic. The most dramatic season yet. Like every season they say it's the most dramatic. Yeah. Didn't someone quit the the Bachelorette last year? Yeah, and, and like she fell in love with somebody the minute they met. Which, <laughs> listen, it's happened. I've fallen in love at first sight, and the cameraman and I never exchanged names. <laughs> I just saw him all over San Diego and just kept making a meet cute happen. But I I fully believe that it's like her season was a season that was like shut down and restarted because of COVID, and so she had she knew who her men were beforehand. And I think she like stalked him online and fell in love with him that way. Um, but then I only like looking at broadcast stuff. The only thing I actually watch is, um, all rise. And I actually really love how they've been handling all the pandemic stuff because they're wearing masks. They're actually like making it a real thing. I like it. And then there's nothing. I mean, I, I've never watched any of those those CBS comedies. I watched the pilots of both of them and I hated them so much. Do you guys? I think I have. Watch the neighborhood C- Bob. What's that? Do either of you watch neighborhood or Bob Hart's? Uh, no, I think I have two seasons of the neighborhood sitting on my TiVo. I haven't watched it yet, <laughs> but Bob Hart's, I deleted that after three episodes. Like you got no way. I was, <laughs> you got to learn after a season or so. You just, just got to delete it, Kyle. Like there's uh, there's, <laughs> There's so many things. There's no point in using up all that space. I did plan on catching up on Black Lightning, and then I never did. Like, I was going to catch up on that over the, like, the two weeks of Christmas and never did because I was going to do that to watch the final season. a bazillion seasons of Shameless instead? Yes, because I watched six seasons of Shameless. I watched... Something else I also caught up on a million seasons of. Um, I did watch half the first season of Pennyworth, but I haven't finished that. Um, so, yeah, I was going to catch up on that. So I probably won't end up watching that. But I, I will definitely be watching the two 911 shows because they're just crazy, ridiculous, over the top. Um, I do enjoy The Good Doctor. The new one. What's her name? Lawrence Fishburne's wife. Gina Torres. Yeah, I'm excited to not have like I didn't really care for um, Liv Tyler's character, so I'm glad that 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 she's going away. Um, and but what I'm most excited for is the return of Snowpiercer because that I I really enjoyed the first season, and so I'm excited to see, um, especially where they leave off at the end of the first season, like what's going to happen next. It just uh, feels so quick. Like I season one feels like it ended like two weeks ago. Well, because they filmed it like two years ago, like they were filming this because it, it, it went to T. It was going to be on TBS and then it was going right. to be on TNT and it got shifted around a bunch of times. OK. Yeah, for me, I think. For Mondays, Black Lightning will probably be the only thing, although I still need to catch up with the previous season. I always seem to be serially behind, like as a new season is coming and got to like catch up and by the time i catch up i end up behind in the next season but uh but that's about this is the last one you can't be behind yeah. anymore <laughs> like, well it's just yeah once it, it could be behind and then finally catch up and then uh but yeah but that's about it i mean uh maybe snowpiercer but that's another one where i started watching it and then and then fell off 
which would be a really cold experience if that actually happened. But uh, you wouldn't be alive. Yes, I wouldn't be alive to watch <laughs> anything anymore. I will say that on Monday nights I'm watching Below Deck, and it's it's a mess this season. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> TMI, Amory. Ew. I totally missed whatever whatever this was. <laughs> I was just debating whether or not I was going to admit that I was watching Pimple Popper on Monday nights. <laughs> Pimple Popper. Anyway. So with that, uh, we'll move on to uh, Tuesdays. ABC, ABC has to tell the truth. Blackish. Mixed Dish and Big Sky all returning on the 26th of January. Uh, CBS has NCIS on the 19th of uh, January. And then that'll be followed by uh, FBI. And uh, on the 26th. And FBI Most Wanted on the 19th of January. The CW has... Uh, Two Sentence Horror Stories on the 12th of January, uh, followed by uh, Trickster on the same night. And then uh, in February, The Flash uh, returns, and that'll be followed by Superman and Lois as of the 23rd of February. Uh, Fox has The Resident and uh, Prodigal Son returning on the 12th of January. NBC has Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist uh, starting up uh, tomorrow night, uh, the 5th of January, and that's followed by This Is Us and Nurses, uh, also re- returning on the same night. Nurses being one of those shows that they played like two episodes of <laughs> and then yeah. took a break. Uh, and then uh, cable-wise, nothing going on Tuesdays. Streaming. Uh, BritBox has a new show, Traces, uh, starting up tomorrow, the 5th of January. Uh, and then uh, Netflix had uh, Love Struck in the City that started up back at the beginning of December. So, uh, Amory, what about Tuesdays? Okay, so I'm very excited about Mixed Dish coming back. I think that kid who plays Santa Monica is hysterical. And uh, so I look forward to that. I love Prodigal Son. I'm so happy that's coming back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I love it. I watched the first, what was out? Three episodes? Three episodes, yeah. I, except for the one episode wasn't final, so some of the music cues weren't in there. And I was like, what is he singing? Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell you either. But it's really good. And it explores the, you know, the aftermath of you know, how this first season ended, which I thought... God, it was so beautiful, that finale. And it's just really good, and I really liked it. And Mary Steenburgen, I think, has gotten a, a vocal coach because her singing's better. But, oh, boy, that Superman and Lois trailer was boring, wasn't it? I didn't even watch the trailer because I know I'm going to watch it. So, cause it's, <laughs> so you didn't want to ruin it? <laughs> I tend to not bother if it's something I know I'm going to watch, but I, I completely forgot we were doing this podcast, and so I probably should have watched the trailer. So boring. <laughs> So basically it's like just some like big pictures that I don't know. It makes Bitsy Tulloch look 40 years older than Hecklin. And then it's Tyler Hecklin just like talking about family, but like as Superman, there was no action in it at all. I mean, it's a new show, but to me it feels like an old show because these characters have already been on all these other 
that shows is, already. That is a perfect description. What about you guys? What are you watching Tuesdays? Uh, also, I don't know what Trickster is, but I assume it's another DC type of thing. So I plan on checking that out. Show. And then I like I am watching like Big Sky was actually pleasantly surprised by that after like the big shock that they do at the beginning, and then there was another shock when they did their their break for hiatus. So I think they do a good job of like keeping it surprising and and interesting. And so I'm looking forward to that returning as well. Like you said, Zoe, like I it's so good. I like these first I watched the first three episodes back and it's just as good. They introduce a couple of of new characters. They have um I forget what his name is, the guy who's on what we do in the shadows. Um they're bringing him on as like a new employee and they um yeah well, uh, harvey Gian, and he's really good i loved him in it yeah so he's really good and i think there was another there was another new character too mm. uh, oh they bring in the sister-in-law from um uh, yeah, yeah of the brother and so she's also uh added to the cast but yeah I, I think they do a good job of picking up where they left off and they have that same they just do a great job of adding humor and then also suddenly hitting you with a, the big emotions all of a sudden trickster is a canadian show about indigenous people that like live in a spiritual world i'll check it out but i can't guarantee that i'm um, going to continue it's funny because i feel like i've watched it before because, like, as I was reading about it, I knew everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in a maybe in a past life, you, maybe. Uh, experience. Um, but yeah, then I, I'm also I'm also looking forward to the return of the Resident, Prodigal Son, The Flash. I watch all these shows, even to tell the truth. Like that's when I just really enjoy. Um, like it's a game show, but I I always enjoy that. I just never got into like I I watched a lot of the DC stuff. For a long time and like the CW stuff, but I say a long time, but I probably made it like a season into everything. And I just never went back. And I watched one episode of The Resident, the pilot, and I hated it. And I never went back. Well, for, the one nice thing that The Resident's doing, like they do, I did watch the the um, the episode coming back. Like they're not going to spend a whole lot of time on COVID like all these other shows are. So I think what they're doing is they're covering it in this this time back, but then they're just going to jump ahead and pretend it's all over and then continue because they already have like their own COVID sort of like super illness storyline uh. last season. Well, Tuesdays, I think kind of looking at it is the one night that there's a bunch of stuff on broadcast that I'll be checking out or, or watching. Still need to watch the end of uh, uh, like the last episode or whatever, a big sky that they had, but continue to watch that. Oh, I, that shows on my DVR. I have like all the episodes on, but I already know what happens at the end of the premiere. So like, I haven't been able to convince myself to start it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I haven't watched any of the, you know, the Arrowverse stuff in, I don't know, multiple seasons now. I mean, may check out Superman and Lois just to see uh, what they're doing. Uh, but definitely be watching Prodigal Son. Really like the first season of that. Uh, as well as Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Really enjoyed the first season of that. Uh, and then I think watched the first episode of Nurses. And so might check out uh, of more of that just to see where that's going or, or how that is. But, uh, 
but yeah, at least a few things uh, there. Uh, but then uh, also on uh, BritBox, uh, the new show Traces, I was able to check out the first, uh, well, I ended up watching the first three of the six episodes. And uh, it's kind of your standard uh, British, you know, uh, crime drama Small type of murder? Uh, setup. Well, it's not, well, it is kind of that in that it's years later. And uh, mm-hmm. the daughter of a missing, you know, that somebody that went missing and then was found, you know, their body was found in a shallow grave, uh, but never found out who did it. It's 18 years later, and she's returned back to her hometown to take a job at uh, as a lab tech in this, uh, I guess it's, it's sort of a school, I guess, that teaches forensics and things like that. And one of the online courses or courses that they're doing is eerily similar it's supposed to be like a fake thing but it's eerily similar to her mother's case and while it and so it gets her re-interested in you know fine you know she starts poking around and the you know the case ends up getting reopened and stuff like that there's a there's a couple of there's a couple of things in it that are a little weird or happen uh too fast it does have a few, I don't know, these shows always have those type of coincidental type of things where people end up connected to each other and then they end up embroiled in things where you're just like, what are the chances really that this one person would come back and then all of a sudden meet all of the people that she needs to meet, <laughs> you know, type of thing. Uh, but it has, you know, that sort of uh, brooding you know, type of, uh, thing. And if so, if you have a Brit box, I think it's worth uh, checking out. It's only, it's only six episodes that are about 45 minutes each. And, uh, that's, uh, it for Tuesday. Move on to Wednesday. ABC has, uh, Goldberg's, uh, American housewife, uh, the Connors and, uh, Oh, what's the name of the new show? Because I don't have... <laughs> call, call Your Mother? Yeah, Call Your Mother. And then uh, all starting up on the uh, 13th of January, and then that'll be followed by the return of uh, For Life on the 27th of January. Uh, CBS has uh, Tough as Nails on the 10th of February, and uh, then SEAL Team and SWAT return on the 13th of January. The CW has Riverdale and Nancy Drew returning on the 20th of January. Fox has uh, The Masked Dancer and Name That Tune playing right now. And NBC uh, has, uh, or well, they'll have those uh, playing as of the 6th of uh, January. And then also starting up on the 6th of January is the return of the uh, Chicago shows, Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago... I can't even talk. Too many Chicagos. Chicago PD uh, on NBC. And then Cable on Wednesdays. Stuff uh, BritBox has a new season of The Bay on the uh, 20th of January. HBO Max has... uh, CB Strike returning on the uh, 20th of uh, January. Hulu has Everyone is Doing Great on the uh, 13th of uh, January. 
So that show that they've been pimping out at ATX forever is finally at a place where you can watch. Oh, it. that's what that is. I knew it sounded familiar, <laughs> but I couldn't. I couldn't remember what that was. Okay. We'll see. Uh, Netflix uh, has a daughter from another mother and a Firefly Lane. Uh, the first on the twentieth of January, and the Firefly Lane on the third of February, and then uh, streaming on Wednesdays. That was no. streaming. Wait, that was streaming. I, I skip over. I skip over cable. Yeah, you skipped I did, over, I skip over cable. Sixty-six <laughs> percent <laughs> of us may be high. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's going up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Freeform has uh, Good Trouble returning on the 17th of uh, February. FX has Snowfall returning on the 24th of February. And Sci-Fi has new show Resident Alien starting up on the 27th, 27th of January. How about Wednesdays, Kyle? Uh, so I'll start with the new show Resident Alien, which I think we all watched. Um, I really enjoyed it. It has... Um, Wow, my my one blank. The guy from Firefly, um, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Yes, <laughs> I was gonna start looking through my notes, but uh, yeah, he. So he's like this alien that was flying over the planet and ended up uh, crash landing, and now he was trying to keep to himself uh, while he he finds some stuff that he needs for some secret plan that we don't know about. Um, and but then there was like a murder in this small town and the body that he happened to take over was a doctor and they need a doctor. So now he's forced to interact with the people of this small town. And in the process, like uh, he's learning how to be human. And uh, so it's like a it's a comedy um, mystery sort of um but he he's also only learned how to talk to humans by watching Law and Order, and so there's lots of dun dun uh, stuff going on. But I, I actually really enjoyed. It. I thought it was a lot of fun, um, and and they do a good job of um, of adding a little bit of like mystery and and um, and suspense in there as well. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of that show. And there are two little kids in it who are hysterically funny together. Um, once the walkie-talkies get involved, spoiler alert, they're really funny. Um, I was surprised so much. Well, it's really weird. And so it did take me a little bit to get into it. Uh, are you coughing or sneezing? I, was just, I just coughed, but into... Uh... Because I was going to say, bless you, you sneeze. But it, since you just coughed, I'm not. <laughs> Apparently the cough is catchy. Yeah, exactly. It took. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Now I'm gonna have to oh leave God, all sorry, those in, because <laughs> otherwise it won't make any sense. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I had to make sure that I was not being rude if you were sneezing a ton. Anyway, uh, the show was weird and but funny, and I don't like the part of the premise that involved how he comes to like take over the body he's in. But I think Alice Wetterland is really funny. I loved her in People of Earth. I love her um, the News at Six or the Muse at Six that she does with her cat on Instagram. Uh, so I'm. it's definitely something I will continue watching. Yeah. What else, Kyle? I didn't. Did, oh. Kyle, did you watch more than the, the first one? 
I watched half of the second one, but then I had a lot of screeners to get through, so I, I stopped. Oh, I watched six episodes, I think. Yeah, we had like seven. You watched six of them? Six of the seven? Oh, maybe I watched like four. <laughs> I don't know. It was all, it was last night. Well, I was just wondering if some of that type of humor continues on into the thing, or do they expand out on how you learn to talk and stuff like that? No, they don't really talk about it. Uh, you get you get the uh, you know the description and how he gets it, but you don't. Aside from him saying, "Well, this is some bull," a lot, which is like, <laughs> um, he, they don't really focus on it a lot. Yeah, like there's not. A, it's funny because you guys were talking about this. We were all talking about it. We were messaging, and you both mentioned, or Jason said something about how <clears throat> the Law and Order joke was going to get old, and I think I was on the third episode at this point. And I was like, oh, you know, it must, uh, you know, maybe later it comes up a lot. Because I was surprised <laughs> I think that there was that many. I didn't, I barely noticed them. Yeah, well, it was funny in the first episode, but that was part of the joke. And so I was wondering, I didn't watch more than just the pilot. And so the thing that it left me wondering was, is this going to be a big part of the humor. Like how are they going to continue on with this type of stuff? Cause it sound it looked like it would be funny. Like if he would have learned to talk, you know, from multitude of TV shows. And so he would be always throwing out TV catchphrases no. or things like that. Uh, to but, answer your question. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, uh, overall premise to get to this yeah. fish out of water story. But there were some, genuinely funny moments like in the, in the show. So I'm interested in checking out uh, uh, more of it. Uh, and then I, I always, you know, have liked him. So yeah. Um, what else? Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. Uh, there's the new show. Call your mother. I, I didn't see a screener of that. That is uh, Kira Sedgwick, I think. And yeah. she's like a, she's like a mother who moves back in with her kids. Which is weird to me because she's never been a comedian. Like she's been in lighthearted movies and romantic comedies and Well also didn't, didn't two shows that had that similar premise get canceled last year? I don't even know what the premise is. So it says an empty nester mom who wonders how she ended up alone uh, while her children live their best lives thousands of miles away. So I think she ends up moving in with those kids. Oh, okay. Um, that's what it looked like from the trailer. The previews didn't oh. make me want to watch it, but I love Kara Sedgwick. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and it looks like Sherry Shepard's listed as being in it too, so she's always a lot of fun. So, unless I it's will... trial and error, and that's the Sherry Shepard we're getting, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Did you watch any of the the Mass Singer? They had a preview of that. Um, Mass Dancer. It was or Mass Dancer. Yeah, the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to guess who these people are because you hear their voice saying one word. And all of a sudden, now you're supposed to guess like, who these now, people are. Now, like with The Masked Singer, the singing, the general premise of the show is in itself like a clue. The dancing gives me nothing. That's gives why they. Me nothing. 
Yeah, they try to add in these extra obvious clues because you're not. There's no way you're gonna guess. They're like, oh, but you can see the shape of their body because they're not wearing a giant costume. It's like that doesn't help you figure out who these people are unless you watch these people walk around every day and like, oh wait, that's my friend Bob. They he walks like that, like. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't, I'll probably end up watching it. I love how they call it a limited series, even though you know that if it suddenly soars in ratings, it's limited to however many seasons people continue to watch it. And I will say that having seen one episode, (laughs) that's probably why they call it. Or maybe they saw it and went, yeah, we'll just air these and that'll be it. Plus it seems like they're using the mass Singer set. Like, it seemed like they were just using, reusing the same set from the Masked Singer. So maybe they filmed it in between. COVID protocols in place for it already. Yeah. Um, then, I'll, I mean, I'll check out Name That Tune just to see. But, I mean, we all know what that is. <laughs> like, I love uh, that tune. I'm so excited for that. Like, they show, in the ad, they show people guessing songs after one note, which, like, yeah, I could probably I see it on this one. That tune. I would be so good. <laughs> uh, that one, I may have to watch at normal speed just because ah, it's too. Yeah. There's an added challenge of listening to it sped up. But yeah, besides that, I'll definitely be watching The Goldbergs and American Housewife. Uh, I love those two shows. I'll watch The Return of Riverdale, even though that seemed to get worse each season. Uh, Nancy Drew, I, that's another one that I never got around to watching the first season, but I, I do eventually want to catch up on that. And I was disappointed in the first season of Tough as Nails as much as I like Phil. Um, I don't know that I'll even bother to watch the second season. For me, all of the above except Tough as Nails. Um, I like the Connors. I think that Laurie Metcalf is still doing some of the funniest work on TV. She's hysterical. I have the Chicago's all on my DVR, but I'm so far behind. I should just abandon right now. Um, And also, Good Trouble. I can't wait for it to come back. I think for me... I'll check out uh, Call Your Mother, but broadcast-wise, that's about it. Uh, cable is Resident Wait, Alien. All that, hang on. All of that stuff on broadcast cable, Kyle and I are like, we're going to watch this 14th show and this 15th <laughs> show on broadcast. You're like, yeah, maybe I'll get one. Yeah, I don't know. There's just, uh, I stopped watching Nancy Drew. I haven't watched Riverdale in like two seasons. Yeah, uh, me either. I don't know. I've never watched... You know, occasionally I've watched the Goldbergs or the Connors, but they're not uh, watch all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I did like how f- I did like For Life in the beginning, but I didn't watch ended up watching all of the first season. So uh, it's one of those. Uh, I, heard it actually, I didn't watch it, but I heard it actually got pretty good. I still have it sitting on my TiVo. <laughs> I don't watch yeah. any of it. This is why my TiVo is at 90% full right now. And it's I have to make sure I constantly delete stuff. Yeah. And then. Uh, uh, streaming stuff. Uh, I do want to check out. Everyone is doing great, just because I've seen. What is that? Um, it's a. Uh, gosh, why am I blanking on? Uh, it's two of the guys from. Uh, oh, and I'm my lane on Netflix. Did I say that out loud? Seth and Jeremy enjoy relative success from Eternal, a hit television vampire drama. Five years after the show has ended, they lean on each other as they struggle to reclaim their previous level of success and relevance, awkwardly navigating the perils of love, of life and love amidst a humorously painful coming of age. Oh, Stephen Colletti's in it. Yeah, they're both from The Wretched Beast. 
Well, yeah, Kaleni's from the hills first, but yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. They've had something about it at ATX like the last two or three. I assume the show seasons. was airing when they since they were there. I didn't realize it hadn't even aired yet. No, I think they they were still putting it like I think they were still. I think it only maybe filmed the pilot or something like that the first time, and they were still putting it together because they financed it like themselves or whatever. And so, yeah, this is finally getting it. It's finally getting aired. They actually have a whole season. So I'm interested in checking that out. Firefly Lane, I have uh, lots of things to say about that, but I can't say them yet. So that'll have to be for a future podcast <laughs> closer to when oh, it I'm comes. I'm sure it's terrible. <laughs> You're a conjecture. A, I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, Sarah Chalk and Katie Heigl. The description sounds decent, but <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, we can uh, chat a second after we're done with the podcast. And then uh, that could just be a teaser for a later uh, episode of TV Times 3. And uh, we'll move on to uh, Thursdays. Uh, where uh, ABC has uh, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, uh, The Chase, and The Hustler, uh, all as of uh, January 7th. Uh, and then Station 19, uh, Grey's Anatomy, and Million Little Things return uh, April 4th. Uh, CBS uh, has Young Sheldon, Be Positive, uh, Mom, The Unicorn, uh, all returning on the 21st of January, and then new show Clarice, We'll start up on the 11th of February. Uh, the CW has new show Walker, uh, followed by the return of Legacies, both on the 21st of uh, January. Fox has Hell's Kitchen, uh, Call Me Cat, and Last Man Standing, uh, all on as of the 7th of January. Uh, the first episodes of Call Me Cat and Last Man Standing played uh, yesterday after uh, football on Sunday. So I believe uh, Kyle will have more to say <laughs> about her, or both of you have something to say about Call Me Cat. Uh, and oh, then yeah. uh, NBC has uh, Mr. Mayor, a new show as of the 7th of January, and then that'll be followed by Superstore as of the 14th of January. Uh, and oh, then season. Yeah, and then uh, Law & Order Special Victims Unit will follow that as of the 7th of January. And then uh, Dateline NBC. Then uh, Cable. Sorry, I missed the dun-dun. Yes. Uh, cable Freeform has uh, the return of Gronish as of the 21st of January. And then uh, streaming-wise... Uh, CBS All Access has a new show, Coyote, starting up on the 7th of January. Uh, HBO Max has, let's see, a new show, or uh, Arthur's Law on the 7th of uh, January. And then uh, Search Party will now be on HBO Max as of uh, the 14th of January. And a new season of uh, Gamora on the 21st of January. Uh, Netflix uh, just had the final uh, episodes of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina as of the 31st of December. And they have uh, Call My Agent returning on the 21st of January. Um, let's see what else we got here. That's uh, 
that's about it of stuff coming on streaming. And uh, with that, uh, Amory, what are you checking out? Or uh... uh, Today I tweeted, do yourselves a favor and set the old series recording for the mayor because you guys, or Mr. Mayor, it's so good. I did not know what to expect because the previews made me think I would hate it. It's so funny. Tina Fey and Robert Carlock and Ted Danson becomes the mayor of L.A. on a whim. And then his arch nemesis is Holly Hunter and she's hysterical. It's just really fast, like jokes a minute kind of thing. Jokes a second kind of thing. That 30 Rock did really well when they were really like when 30 Rock was having a solid season because some of them are disjointed. It's like that funny and I loved it. Um so I really think that everybody should watch it. Yeah, I really enjoyed Mr. Mayor. I, I like I never really was a fan of Ted Danson like before ever since. But when he was in the, the good place and doing his comedy there, that's where I, I really started to appreciate him again. And I think he's like the same here. He's just this, this really likable character. He really does feel like basically Michael. Yes. And then even Bobby Moynihan, who I I tend to not really think he's that funny. I think he's hilarious in this. Like he's just like the the guy with this really incredibly interesting past, but you just get snippets of it, and you like, what is going on? Like you want to hear more of his story that he's sharing. The world's first, and, the world's first Jaden. <laughs> and then he just gets cut off all the time <laughs> when he starts telling these stories. Oh, I like, love it. I love it so much. So what did you guys both think about Call Me Cat? On the other hand. (laughs) I'm still not sure if I really enjoyed it or I thought it was so like a train wreck, but. That's why you enjoyed it. (laughs) It could be. It could be good. Like it feels like it could be like it could get itself into shape. It's definitely very different. I guess it's based on it's like a, a remake of a um, of a UK show called Miranda, and so it has a very different feel to it. Like um, Maya Bialik plays this. Um, she was like a former math professor who now owns like a cat cafe, and so she's got like this overbearing mother that wants her to find a man and get married, but she's fine being single although she likes these this bartender who is like someone that she went to college with who just came back and is now working at the bar but she's like this dorky person who's like constantly talking to the audience and explaining what's going on and like she'll do like a comedy version of like well not a comedy version but a a wv version of the fleabag because she like asides to the camera all the time I but never watched Miranda, but I yeah, watch. I never watched Miranda, but it, it looks like it's the same exact format of that, where she's like this, and it's very similar situation in that, like the premise. And so she's running this cat cafe. She has Leslie Jordan is her chef, and then um, I forget what the other woman's name, who's her. Kyla Pratt. Kyla yeah, Pratt. Kyla Pratt is her um, her main employee, who's working like at the at the counter, and so. She's constantly dealing with them and uh, and it's about like things going on in her love life or things going on in her life. That's just like awkward. These awkward situations she gets mixed up in. 
And then at the like the end of each episode, they also do this weird thing where everyone like pops out for the like the, it's almost like a curtain call, but it's like the final credits where they put up everyone's names, like who was in the episode. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little weird, but it looks like they did that same thing in Miranda. So I guess it's really strictly following the same format. I mean, overall, I did watch four episodes of it, so like I obviously did somewhat enjoy it, but I'm, it's just weird. It's really weird. And like all the all the episodes too, like none of the effects were were done. So it's like you see all these green screens of a thing. So it's it added to the oddness of watching the episode when they're doing stuff in front of a green screen. There's so much new TV. I'm just looking. Um, so I definitely recommend Mr. Mayor, but I mean, call me cat. I'm out on. I don't really know yet. Clarice. So who's the lead in that? That's about Clarice Darling. What was her name? Right. Yep. Yeah, it's supposed to take place uh, a little bit after Silence of the Lambs. Okay, so there's no Hannibal Lecter, right? Or is there? Well, I don't um, know if, if it's after he might. I mean, he disappears, so like he's still. He's like. <laughs> never, yeah, I've, he, I've never seen. Silence yeah, of the he 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 basically calls her from like the from like the tropics or something at the end of Silence of the Lambs. So he escaped and he's off on his own, but. I don't know if they'll be a part of this or not. Um, my guess is she'll just be doing like a case of the, this is like CBS. Yeah, she'll probably just do a case of the week. Well, I actually, uh, I, they're actually, they may have some sort of case of the week type of thing, but it's actually supposed to be more uh, case of the series type of thing. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be more serialized uh, than than uh, episodic or you know weekly cases, uh, so like a slight uh, change from what normally uh, happens on CBS. So so it may not work because people will be like, what is this? I don't get it. I don't get a. I don't get a. Wait, it didn't get resolved. Didn't resolve it in the in the, in the first forty five minutes. What's going on? What's this previously on? And it's got um, Cal Penn in it and. A relatively unknown from Australia. Oh God, what if her accent's bad? Oh, I hate it. I love your concern. That's like your biggest concern. She's married to Luke Mitchell. Lucky girl. Rebecca Breeds is her name. She's Clarice. So I mean, I'll I always like check out the first episode of everything. You know me. So I'll check it out. I'm honestly, but I'm watching everything on. Thursdays on CBS anyway, even be positive with that vocal fry on that girl. I'm honestly so excited about Walker. (laughs) Is that weird? I was a huge Walker, Texas Ranger fan. We watched it every Saturday night with my dad, like as kids. Um, And so I'm kind of stoked to see what they do with it, especially because it's Jared Padalecki and I love him. I never watched the original, but I'm sure I'll, I'll check oh this out. Oh my god! How? I mean, I'm I'm sure I saw a glimpse of it here or there, but I couldn't tell you if I actually ever watched an entire episode. And I love Chuck Norris as Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, I used to watch uh, Walker Texas Ranger all the time. That was a so interested to see like what they're doing. Uh, yeah. With it, because because uh, I don't know Jared Padalecki. I don't think of as. Uh, you know, because part of the thing was it was G- Chuck Norris. <laughs> well, no, it was it was Chuck Norris. Yeah. Like he was oh, going an to action star. Okay, he was going to an action. 
there was going to be some sort of uh, fight scene at some point, and Chuck Norris was going to kick somebody's ass. Uh, and so, uh, have you seen the pictures that came out in Men's Health of Jared Padalecki? Because, yes, please. <laughs> well, I mean, he definitely like he's going to take someone down in a fight, and I will volunteer. So, so I'm <laughs> interested. Uh, definitely check that out as as well as Clarice <laughs> and Mr. Mayor, uh, and then. I'm going to check out Call Me Cat just because I want to see what you guys are talking about. Uh, but ultimately, it, it aired like, last night. So, yeah, but I mean, seeing the, uh, like seeing all the ads and stuff like that for it, it wasn't really making me like, oh, I need to check that out. That's valid. See, I, that happened to me on like The Chase and the Hustler. I'm like, oh, these sound great. Some good game shows like The Mole or something like that. And look, it's like they're trivia. <laughs> they're basically like trivia game shows. I'm like, I love oh. trivia. Very excited about it, especially because my best friend Ken Jennings is on The Chase. And yeah, and then the, the Hustler, I thought, oh, okay, someone's a secret agent. They're a spy. They know all the answers. Then I look at it, it's like, um, uh, who's that? It's a Scottish guy hosting it um, from the. Craig Ferguson, yeah, and so it, like I, I was disappointed. I, I mean, I still set them to record, and I'll check them out. But I'm less excited for them than I than I was previously. Once I found out what they actually were, mm. but like you, I'm watching. I'm watching also this whole CBS lineup, except for Mom. I don't watch that, but I am still watching Be Positive. I'll tell you like, this about Mom. I don't care that Anna Ferris is gone. Like I don't even notice that she's missing. And and I don't watch Last Man Standing, but I do want to see the crossover with Tim the Toolman Taylor so when just, they do that episode. So dumb. <laughs> but I mean I kind of want to watch it too because Tim the Toolman Taylor is one of my favorite TV characters of all time. <laughs> yeah, I think the only other thing is uh I mean don't have CBS all access, so don't know if I'll but Coyote on CBS All Access is, with Michael Chiklis is, looks like it could be good. And uh, so I'd be interested in checking that out if I ever take advantage of one of those uh, two weeks or month uh, free or wait till they rebranded as Paramount Plus and then see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like the stand. I would watch that, but I'm not getting CBS All Access. Like, Right. I am excited for Search Party. I still need to go back and watch like the second season. I really enjoyed the first season, but I now they're already on season four. I've fallen way behind. You also need to watch season three. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I'll pick and choose. I'll watch every other episode and oh catch up God. in no time. That's, that's, how, that's how to catch up. Uh, <laughs> Instead of watching at two times speed, I'll just watch every other episode. Same difference. <laughs> at regular speed and get there just at the regular time. speed. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be ready in no time. <laughs> or just watch all the. Uh, do they have a previously previously on at the beginning of every episode? Oh, they do. Yeah. You could just watch Perfect. those, <laughs> and then like, the last episode of the season. <laughs> watch the first episode and the last episode, and then the previously ons through all the episodes. Well, I did watch one random episode for the in an ATX panel. I think that was like the season two finale or season. Yeah, it was either season two or season three finale they showed at the ATX Festival. Oh, so you look so at that, I sort of jumped ahead. <laughs> uh, speaking of being ahead, let's jump ahead to Fridays. Uh, ABC will have uh, Shark Tank in 2020. 
Uh, CBS will have uh, MacGyver, Magnum PI, and Blue Bloods returning on the 8th of January. The CW has Whose Line Is It Anyway and Penn and Teller Fool Us, also on the 8th of January. Fox has WWE SmackDown. NBC has The Blacklist returning on the 22nd of January, and that'll be followed by Dateline NBC. Cable-wise, there's apparently nothing new or returning on Fridays because uh, everything's on streaming. <laughs> and Actually, HBO, HBO has some show called Painting with John on January 22nd at like 11 p.m. I have no idea. Some guy telling stories while he's painting. About this. Wait, somebody was, who was I talking about with this? <laughs> I remember very vividly discussing. It basically stuff. looks like Bob Ross, except this guy's telling stories um, about life or adventures or something while he paints. Yeah. Um, it's probably some bizarre, weird show. Colors. You All need right. me to repeat going to paint watercolors. <laughs> watercolors. What kind of colors? <laughs> Let me clarify for the people in the back. He's going to paint watercolors. Oh, oh my gosh. That's, that's I know I know. No. Oh, I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> it doesn't feel natural. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Amazon Prime has a new show Three Caminos on the 22nd of January. Uh, Apple TV Plus has uh, the return of Dickinson on the 8th of January and Servant on the 15th of January. And then new show Losing Alice on the 22nd of January. And then For All Mankind returns on the 19th of February. Uh, Crackle has a new show called Insomnia, which uh, dropped on the 1st of January. Uh, Disney Plus will have uh, WandaVision on the 15th of January. And then the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on the 19th of March. Uh, Hulu has uh, Endlings uh, returning on the 15th of January. And new show The Sister on the 22nd of January. Uh, Netflix. Uh, things like, uh, let's see, Bridgerton dropped at the end of December on uh, the 25th. Uh, Cobra Kai dropped on the 1st of January. Uh, then they have uh, things like uh, Menarca on the 1st, was also on the 1st of January. The Idhun Chronicles on the 8th of January. A new show Lupin on the 8th of January. Disenchantment on returns on the 15th of January. Uh, new show Fate the Wink Saga on the 22nd of January. And uh, Jurassic Park Camp Cretaceous. Did I say it right this time? <laughs> no, but it's Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <But> close. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I typed it in wrong. Uh, yeah, Jurassic World. That's true. Uh, the 22nd of uh, January. Uh, and then uh, Tribes of Europa on the 19th of February. So how about uh, Fridays? I got nothing on broadcast, and I might watch that painting show, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my kind of speed. Uh, 
everything else. Let's see. I don't know what anything is, but I will tell you, here's a story for you. What I did over my weekend was watch Cobra Kai. And I don't just mean like one episode. I mean, I watched three seasons of Cobra Kai between Saturday and Sunday of this weekend. And it's amazing. And I love it more than I ever anticipated I would. So I hope people are watching it. Uh, Oh God, it's so good. And who knew that Billy Zapka is actually quite skilled he's really good in this show you guys he's funny and he's dumb and he's he's really good i love it um and you haven't seen the movies but the guys who create this they must like know these movies back back to front like it's just ridiculous how like deep cuts they pull into the story and i was reading a story because obviously at the end of the series three spoiler alert crease calls someone and we're all assuming the obvious like because I do know the history of the movies. Like, I've read about them, so I know who people are. Because that was how I, like, at first was started watching it. I was like, who are these people? I don't know. So I did a little background. So obviously, Chris is calling his war buddy Terry, right? So there was an interview that was like, who do you want to play them? And the writers were like, well, in general, on our show, when we want somebody from the movies, we say we would like that person from the movies. So... <laughs> I hope it's him because that would be ideal, which means Robin Lively is probably coming in season four. But anyway, it's just really good. It's just really good. And I was not expecting that. On the other hand, Bridgerton is just fine. Horny as hell, but just fine. (laughs) I ended up watching all of that this weekend, but it was a little boring, but I got through it. And then, okay. So I heard Falcon and winter soldier is the best of the new Disney plus movies. Or TV shows. But I kind of want to watch WandaVision because it's going to be insane. Yeah, I'll be checking out both of those as well. Like, I, I've purposely avoided all the trailers just because I know I'm going to be checking those out. Right. But I've, I know like, WandaVision is like a comedy, which just looks weird from the few photos that I've seen. It's just so odd because they are, they are the least comedic. Yes. Yeah. But also, if you having watched the trailers for WandaVision... It doesn't look like a comedy. Really? It doesn't. I didn't watch any of the trailers. I mean, it looks like it's set in like a comedic old TV show or old like, you know, past. Like uh, it ends up, it looks like it ends up in different time periods somehow. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what, but I didn't get like, oh, this is supposed to be. I mean, there may be stuff that's funny because of the setting that it's in, uh, mm. that it's sort of parodying, but the overall storyline looks like, I don't know, it looks like she's stuck in a place and doesn't know what the hell's going on, and and uh, so, I don't know, I didn't get comedic from it uh, watching the trailers. Maybe we should have watched the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I am interested in, in uh, of course, we're going to watch those and uh, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But uh, those will be uh, those will be the ones that since those things come out uh, weekly, I'll just uh, buy Disney Plus in the month that they finish and then watch the whole season yeah. <laughs> uh, and then cancel because uh, uh, my free uh, year with Verizon is uh, is all gone. I still have two more years on my three-year prepay, so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I got a while to go. And there's and there hasn't been other than watching the Mandalorian. I haven't watched oh, much. Guess what? I also watched the Mandalorian. 
you're like catching up with all the pop culture stuff. Yeah, yeah, I watched. Yeah, pandemic. If it served me one purpose, it's that I've watched all the MCU movies. I've watched The Mandalorian. I've watched Cobra Kai. Now it's important to note that I don't think I've ever seen a Star Wars. <laughs> but so now you can catch up. No, and I, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Mandalorian. You only really need to watch the the original three, and that's that would be fine. And even like you'll get extra stuff out of the Mandalorian if you've seen those, but I don't think you need to have seen those to. Yeah, to know I mean, apparently on. you get lots of stuff out of it if you've also seen the the two animated series and uh, all I, the various uh, stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not going to watch five seasons of an anime or seven seasons of an anime show to get more out of some of these characters. Well, I just Google well, everything like, hey, Google, who's that? Yeah. Well, the only things that were that I found interesting afterwards is like I'd never watched the series and I knew that like some of the characters that had been brought into the live action were from the animated series. Uh, but what I didn't know was things like uh, Katie Sackhoff's character in the live series. She actually voiced that character in both of the animated series. So that was kind I of... I probably yeah. because she doesn't move her mouth and it really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, that that was kind of cool for, you know, to for things like that where you played, you know, you did the voice for an animated character and now you get to play the live action version of it. Uh, stuff like that was kind of cool. But that was also stuff that I didn't know while watching it. I thought that she, that that character was from uh you know something else but i didn't know that it was it was her until i watched uh uh the the behind the scenes thing which was yeah that that stuff is really cool because some of the stuff that they came like the the one about the technology that they yeah that's really interesting that's super like even it even if you haven't watched the mandalorian or if you're just into like behind the scenes stuff watching the one about the technology one is that uh that tech that they developed uh for uh, filming where the green screen is not green screen, where they actually have the background in a giant, basically video screen room uh, is, is pretty I want sweet. One of, I want one of those to watch my TV in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, but well, even other shows are starting to use that same technology now. Like I saw something was trying to license that technology to do their show because it, it just works so well. And especially you don't have to go anywhere too. You can just have your one, your one location to double everything. Anyway, that was um that was Friday. Uh, well, for me, uh, I'll go through some of the other stuff. Uh, so I'm watching the blacklist. I'll continue to watch. I really hope this is the final season. Um, for Amazon, I'm most looking forward to coming to America. They have that's coming. Uh, it's a movie that's coming in March, March 5th on uh, Amazon bought the rights to it. Uh, for Apple TV, um, the Servant season or Servant season two, uh, I really enjoyed the first season. It's one of the few Apple shows I'm actually watching, and so uh, I'm looking forward to the second season. Uh, for Hulu, um, I do want to watch the Hardy Boys. I never got around to watching that. That that was released in December, and then they have a new show coming in um, on January 29th called Jan, which is apparently a Canadian comedy starring Jan Arden, stars as a fictionalized version of herself on a quest on a request for renewed fame. No. So that sounds so good. I just want to see what that what that is uh, what that is. And then for Netflix, um, I did watch Bridgerton, as we talked about in Cobra Kai. I do want to check out Lupin. Uh, that looks interesting, like a spy 
show. And then um, Disenchantment, uh, I'm still enjoying that. I'm looking forward to the new season of that, as well as Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. So you can be said fast. Um, and I think that's it for Fridays for me out of all that giant stuff. I might watch Cobra Kai again. I do need to watch the third movie now. I, I, I rewatched need to watch three movies. Oh, I God. rewatched the second movie before this third season because I had heard about one of the characters that was coming. Cobra and Kai? so, uh, Chosen. Okay. And so. Oh. Can we just say Chosen was hysterical? And so, and like he was completely different than the character he played in the movie. Um, but because uh, he's definitely grown up and reformed since then. Yeah. But now that there's the possible link in the fourth season to the third movie, now I got to watch the third movie. Uh, rewatch that, but I, I probably have a year to go anyway. I so. just hope that uh, Teen Witch, like I said, I hope Teen Witch, because I know she's in the third movie. She could come in. Make lively, sister. Yeah. And then maybe I need to watch the, the fourth movie with um with uh, Boys Don't Cry. I forget what name well, is. Uh, is that really is that really a part of it? Well it's Mr. Miyagi is is training her. I so guess. I think I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll pull that in, but you never know. So I guess technically she practices Miyagi Do. Yeah. Okay. Listen to me throwing out karate kid work. <laughs> I don't know if Miyagi Do was a thing before. Yeah, I think it, he created it. <laughs> before the show. Like, yes. yeah, it was created right when they were registering for the, for the karate tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, Fridays, uh, the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, as Kyle said, I do actually want to go back and check out the Hardy Boys and see what the. Uh, uh, that was like on uh, Hulu. Then uh, Cobra Kai is something I definitely need to catch up on. Uh, and then uh, the only other thing that I, I watched the first episode of was uh, Fate, the Wink Saga, which is which is based on a Nickelodeon animated series, which was based on, I think, like an Italian animated series. Uh, but uh, now they're going uh, live action in... Uh, it's very, I'll say, Vampire Diary-ish. It's, uh, it's basically a school for fairies in a other world type of thing. There's different, uh, uh, different worlds, and so it's the place you go if you're a fairy to learn how to use your magic. Oh. And so it has a lot of the teen, the teen drama in, the, in that sort of Vampire Diaries-esque type of way. And so, which if I again, the teen drama in the second season was a little much. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's something else. That's, now, do uh, I need to watch all two hundred and eleven episodes of Winks Club before? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, no, because based on the little tiny bit that I've seen, uh, people that grew up as fans of that are super pissed off at this show because characters aren't involved or things have uh, changed in ways that they don't think should happen. Or Winks Saga War. And so. So yeah, probably don't need uh, all that uh, all that history. You don't need to go back and uh, watch the original <laughs> original series to uh, to watch 
pilot and the series finale. Yes, right. <laughs> I, I, I think I'll watch Zero. I, I saw that picture of the show. I have zero interest in watching the the, anima- the original animated version. Yeah, they uh, don't I might look... check out the, the new one. But... Yeah, they don't look like, uh, you know, they look... I'm sure maybe at some point they can transform or whatever, but they just look human <laughs> in the TV show <laughs> most of the time so far. But yeah, we'll move on to uh, Saturday's uh, broadcast. Uh, ABC will have uh, NBA in prime time. CBS and Fox will have reruns of their uh, stuff. Uh, NBC probably will have something like that as well when they're not airing uh, Saturday Night Live's uh, live in all time zones. And then uh, cable-wise, nothing on Saturdays, but uh, streaming... Basically, uh, Shudder and Sundance Now will be uh, broadcasting uh, the second season of A Discovery of Witches uh, as of the 9th of January. I truly thought yeah. that show was canceled. No, that's our, it has three seasons that have already been picked up because there are three books. Each season covers one of the books. Okay. So it's it's definitely going to at least do all the books. I don't. They may do even do a fourth season. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, w- I watched I the watch first the... season, but now I don't have. I mean, it was on. What was it on? It was I'm on... sure it'll probably. My guess is it'll eventually air on all these other channels. Maybe end as up well. airing on it... AMC or BBC America or something like it. I can't remember. Yeah, because that's, one of those that's last what happened. Time. Yeah, that's what happened the last time. First, it aired on Sundance Now, and then it aired on Shutter, and then it aired on BBC America or something. So they eventually they aired it like three times on different channels. Um, so I'm sure eventually it'll probably make its way to like BBC America or something like that. I watched a screener of the premiere, and it's a lot of the same stuff except this season. Like because at the end of last season, they uh, sort of jumped back into the past. So this is going to be more of like a a costume period drama uh, for the second season as they are uh, dealing with stuff in the, I forget if it's like the 1800s or 1600s sometime way in the past. Cool. I'm here for, uh, I know we, I don't think you mentioned it because it was already aired. But another show that I started watching in quarantine is letter Kenny and the ninth season, which how does that have nine seasons? Is what started on Christmas or after Christmas? Yeah, on the 26th yeah. of December. That show is ridiculous. I, I quit after two episodes I could, of the first season. I couldn't I couldn't make it past that. I love it so much, but it's ridiculous. You can love something and still think it's ridiculous. <laughs> like a good number of them. Well, all, all you got to do is ask my wife. That's got to be true. Um <laughs> But then, uh, so that uh, that's all of the shows that uh, we'll be watching on broadcast cable and streaming uh, coming in January, February, and into March uh, 2021. Let us know what shows uh, you're looking forward to checking out this winter, uh, what shows you're looking forward to having back uh, at uh, feedback at tvtimes3.com or in the comments on the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 426, where you can also find links to where you can uh, chat with us online. There's also a movie on Netflix you should watch called Full Out 2. It was written yeah. by my best friend. It's about if you're into gymnastics and real real true stories. And gym, yeah, gymnastic stories based on uh, true stories. 
Exactly. Now, do I need to have seen full out one? I uh, know. No. Like, <laughs> trolls, trolls two situation. I think uh, full out is uh, going to is is looking like it's just going to be a gymnastics cover to a uh, gymnastics movies that they'll just uh... right. Like I said, like trolls, like, trolls two. No, but those are the same characters. No, no, I don't mean the animated troll. I don't mean current trolls. <laughs> oh, you mean like the Jennifer Aniston <laughs> troll too? Jennifer Aniston is not in troll too. Jennifer Aniston is not in Nilbog. Oh wait, she, I'm thinking of uh, oh, I'm thinking of the other one. Um, I'm thinking of Leprechaun. Leprechaun. <laughs> Same difference. Which one has Nilbog? Is that troll Nilbog's too? Nilbog's trolls is troll. Oh, it's not trolls. It's singular. It's troll too. <laughs> okay. And it's not remotely related to the movie Troll. Troll 2, 2.9 out of 10 stars. Somebody on IMDb does not know how to rate. That is too low. <laughs> well, because there's uh, the first review is one star, the holy grail of bad movies. Why would you give it one star if it's the holy grail of bad movies? That's a good question, but it's an amazing, terrible movie. <laughs> I do own it on Blu-ray. I do, too. <laughs> oh, my God. This took a tangent. But it was important. It was important. Yes, that we cleared up the troll trolls. Uh... <laughs> That's what I was trying to Troll and troll, trolls and trolls, too, you're right. are. Uh, you're right. I didn't they are related. But it's I more like say, a. I didn't say trolls world tour. Like, so like, you bring it, like, bring it on. It's all about cheerleaders, but they don't. None of the movies are the same characters. Exactly. Think. Bring it on, all or nothing. Was there one called Bring It On? I feel like there should have been one called Bring It On, Burn It Down. Like, that feels like... <laughs> There's Bring It On, Bring It On, All or Nothing, Bring It On, In It to Win It, Bring It On Again, Bring It On Ghost? That, no, that's some, <laughs> that's some TV series. <laughs> that's some TV series unrelated. Okay, oh, um, see that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, and then Bring It On, Fight to the Finish. Okay, so Bring It On, comma, Ghost, a cohabitation comedy about a ghost of a high school girl who has been dead for five years and an exorcist college boy with an ability to see uh, and hear ghosts. When What he's discovered over the years is he can touch them and fight them off, so when he's in need of a part-time job and can't find one that pays well enough, he starts putting ads online as an exorcist for hire. His ad will face off with your ghosts, chances of winning, virgin ghosts 80%, bachelor ghosts 40%, child ghosts 97%, the rest 50%. One night he goes out on the job and faces off with a schoolgirl ghost, and during the fight they accidentally kiss and so sparks fly. There's so much happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things have definitely uh, veered from the uh, winter preview to uh, other things that you could watch in the uh, uh, but uh, you know maybe stick to full out too you got this uh, 10 stars outstanding all 16 episodes <laughs> this person loved it apparently <laughs> <laughs> We didn't talk about the movie. Sorry, my grandma's a lesbian. <laughs> well, this is the winter TV preview, not the winter movie preview. So, um, spoiler alert: This is South Korean. Maybe it won the South Korean Emmys, like like um, Parasite did for the um, for the I Oscars. Someone, you know, I know someone who would know, and you guys do too. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, with that, thanks, Henry and Kyle, for joining me on the Winter TV Preview Plus. 
Thanks for having us. Thanks for having me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Distracted okay. reading about this show. All right. It looks like I'm recording. Uh, Amory, say something. Hello. And Kyle. Cookie nachos. Cookie nachos. <laughs> so I said this to the guys earlier, but I'd like to preface this, and this should go somewhere. This is probably going to be the outro. But I'm eating a bowl of cookie nachos, which are my new invention. I may be high. This is a, this is a disclaimer. <laughs> but they're low carb cookie nachos, though, right? They are not. They are the highest sugar that exists. They're a layer of crispy chocolate chip cookies, homemade by me, covered with chocolate pudding, peanut butter sauce, a strawberry salsa I made, which is just macerated strawberries, a little, a handful of Reese's pieces, a chopped up Reese's cup, some chopped walnuts, and then a marshmallow whipped cream that I made. And they are so much for one person. It's definitely something that would be better for a group. And so I suggest everybody buy cookie nachos today. Where can we buy cookie nachos? You can buy cookie nachos at Baked for at Baked by Anna Marie. I don't have a website yet, but it's on Facebook. You'd find me. Baked by Anna Marie. So that's amoryisbaked.com. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's that's my own personal website. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna have to set up an affiliate link to take uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. by Amory. <laughs> I was right. Uh, cookie nachos are sweeping the nation. They better. This has been an the... ad for cookie nachos. <laughs> you can get the guy from Stranger Things to do your TV ads for cookie nachos are back. And, uh... <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> what is the. Uh... Chili fries or the craving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't. I don't watch Stranger Things, so I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I forget who the 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 girl is. The Taco Bell ad that they have right now for the nacho fries has a uh, what's her name from? Oh uh, yeah, Sarah Highlands in it. Yeah. And so yeah, it'll just be some sort of uh, horror spoof, but it'll be cookie nachos. I'm in. All right, so. We are all uh, we are all recording. Thirty three percent of us might be high. Yep. And well, sixty six percent of us are definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> My blood sugar might be high. <laughs> <laughs> My blood sugar is definitely high. <laughs> I would like to point out, though, uh, that my blood sugar is only high because of cookie nachos. Weed has a counter effect. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure weed doesn't get that rap on this call. (laughs) It's uh, your insulin. So what you're saying is that you had the cookie nachos and then, or? It was kind of in combination. (laughs) Or you had the first and this is your, the cookie nachos was your munchy phase. The cookie nachos were a plan that I knew, I knew needed to happen. Uh, all right. So where is... Okay, here we go. I lost it. The outline, not my mind. <laughs> Had to have it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right.